Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Edit here in a second. Listen to when this goes into the um, the solo. That's fine. There's no edit. That's why it's fine. Right there. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. You hear it? There you go. A little bit behind the scenes. Alice, okay. show people the ugly. I've never noticed that. I know, but uh, yeah, I, I did it. I felt dirty doing it. Okay, so I want to tell you something. Um, it, it's so interesting when you, with sometimes with Twitter and really just social media, where every day, the day is placid or there's this and that back and forth. This thing gets a little viral. This thing's are trending. This thing's are trending. Whatever. And then sometimes something starts trending like a like an absolute rocket, and that's what this is right here. This is in the last like. Hour. This is the Elon Musk. The Elon Musk thing. Not even the last hour. This is five fifty one or in six ten. Um, this thing has just rocketed. This is uh, Musk. Did you at, start rocketing? Yeah, Andrew Ross Sorkin is interviewing him at the Deal Book Summit, which is a thing by the New York Times, and play, he puts it to Musk. Obviously, you know that there's a public perception that, and, and you're clarifying this now. Um, but there's a public perception that that was part of a apology tour, if you will. That this had been said online. There was all of the criticism. There was advertisers. Leave- the anti-Semitism stuff mm-hmm. that he kind of liked or amplified. I think we talked to Bob Iger today. I hope today. they stop. You hope? Uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? If, if somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go f*** yourself. But go f- yourself. <laughs> Is that clear? 
I hope it is. Hey, Bob, if you're in the audience. Well, well let me ask you then. That's how I feel. Don't advertise. How do you think then about the economics of, of X? If, 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 if part of the underlying model, at least today, and maybe it needs to shift, maybe the answer is it needs to shift away from advertising. Um, if, if you believe that this is the one part of your business where you will be beholden to those who uh, have this view, G- what do you do? F Y. I, I understand that, but there's a reality too. <laughs> Did he say FY or G- the GFY? GFY? Yes. No, no. I, I, I mean, Linda no, Yaccarino's right here, and she's got to sell advertising. Uh, absolutely. So, um, no, no, totally. So, so no, no, actually, what, what this advertising boycott is, uh, is, is going to do, it's, it's going to kill the company. And do you think that the company. And the whole world will know that those advertisers killed the company, and we will document it in great detail. But there are those advertisers. I imagine are going to say they're going to say we didn't kill the company. Oh yeah, they're going to say tell it to tell it to Earth. But they're going to say that they're <laughs> going to say Elon that you killed the company because you said these things and that they were inappropriate things and that they didn't feel comfortable on the platform. Right. Let's that's see, that's and, what and they're going to say. And let's see how Earth responds to that. <laughs> so, man, okay. This, then this. So there you go. I mean, it's a good question because. As we talked about yesterday, there's similar documentation that those advertisers' content is showing up next to essentially child sexual content on on Instagram, right? Which isn't owned by Elon Musk, being who's being problematic, right? So, you know, is it just a personal vendetta against Elon Musk that's the issue? Well, maybe, but obviously, I like what he said. Because and in the, the, the saleswoman who's in the audience, that's her job. You know, the sales p- people for Howard Stern twenty years ago was to sell the guy, even though he was uh, filthy and crude and offensive. Right. And that's her job is to sell him. And you know. Well, and I think Musk's feeling kind of is that if there is enough value to the platform, there will always be people on it, and somebody will always buy advertising. Yes, and which I think, to an extent is happening. I, I know it's just anecdotal right now, but there's a bunch of people obviously in this timeline saying that they're now subscribing to him. If he could switch from the corporate uh, platform to the or corporate uh, funded platform to the populist platform, right? Which I think that's the goal with the subscriptions and stuff is to be more of a Substack type of model where Substack doesn't rely on advertisers, which is one reason why Substack is so free speech friendly and all kinds of people write all kinds of stuff on Substack. Is um, Substack free for the user? For for like was my Substack did that cost us money? No, they take a percent of your of things your, okay. once you you're free to monetize or not monetize, but once you monetize they take a percentage of your subscriptions. Mm. So for them, that's obviously like they're not reliant on advertisers at all in any way. And they have a podcasting component as well on Substack. And I think that's one reason why Musk is so feels so strongly that, you know, against promoting Substacks on Twitter is mm. because he sees it as direct competition of what he would like Twitter to become. Right. He wants it to become an all in one home. Right. And uh, there's challenges to that. 
I, for one, hate when I have to open tweets to read the longer tweet. Yeah, and this not being able to just forward a tweet for us mm-hmm. is, I know it's just one extra second, but it Yeah, feels well, and like- sometimes, and we talked about this, so there was, for example, a story going around the other day that a lot of people were sharing, a lot of fairly credible accounts, um, that was that Bill Maher had kicked Whoopi Goldberg off of his show 15 years ago and yelled at they whatever i don't know they that story was not true right there's no source for it the only place that printed that is like a parody site like the onion kind of right and And, and i I think i i found it too and also that it wasn't true i mean i just yeah there's obviously would have been wonderful had it been true yeah but a lot of people were sharing it and i think part of the problem with not allowing linking to outside sources or at least Twitter allows links to outside sources, but it doesn't, it, um, it sort of, what's it called? It suppresses content that links to outside Mm -hmm. sources. So a lot of times now you'll see people promoting stuff with just a screenshot and without any links to any source for it because a screenshot, an image is, is more promoted on X than, uh, link is anything that links to somewhere outside is not going to spread as well or have as much reach on twitter so that's a really big problem for people that a want to push people to somewhere else like a Substack, which of course is what must doesn't want because he wants people using twitter like they use Substack, or he you know but it also means that the information sometimes that is spreading very rapidly is not credible information like with that bill maher whoopi goldberg story right and so I think what's tough, and I think the community notes is filling a lot of this role because I think that community notes allows people to in real time fact check stuff and and that it's helpful when determining when some of this stuff is true and when some of it isn't. I think the community notes is a really great feature. Um, Are those humans doing that? Yeah. <coughs> Amazing. Yeah. Amazing how we found a set of humans with a totally different uh, editing um you know um principles than the previous batch well it's but it's not twitter humans it's people on it's not people employed by the company doing it it's people in, on twitter doing it oh really on X. Oh, i'm yes. sorry i didn't know that so it's people who like have i forgot how you end up being part of the like special group that gets to make community notes um but and then they get rated by users as helpful or unhelpful Mm. and and why so you have to like if you say it's helpful then you have to check off like oh it provided context it provided missing context or it provided the actual facts and figures with a clear data source or whatever so it gives you it gives you a lot of information and it links you most times to an outside source which is good but a lot of times it takes some time for the community notes to come up and and work on the post and so there can be bad information that can spread very rapidly still um i do think the community notes do a fairly good job with that but you know you and i have talked about that it's frustrating like when we're doing show prep to see these stories out there and to have to go and search and make sure they're accurate before you say anything about them yeah but like i said my biggest complaint is the forward button yeah, having to click onto the tweet. It's, maybe it's just for Apple. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have that problem somehow. Yeah, no, I can't forward until I 
open the tweet totally. I can't oh, really? just scroll and then forward anymore. No. Yeah, I don't have that issue, but I think they update iOS before they update Android. So. Where do you want to go from um, here, bro? But yeah, Tommy New Hampshire in the chat says uh, that the reality is he needs tons of revenue to support the infrastructure. I mean, which is true. That's the problem is that the subscription model is not big enough yet to support it. So he needs some kind of advertising or he has to fire people. And you and I talked about that, too, that the app is glitchier than ever. Yep. Um, and Trish says in the chat that anytime she reads community notes, it asks her if she wants to be a community noter. Oh, wow. So you can like become one and then... Um, and then you can add community notes that like link to a source that proves or disproves the claim in the tweet or whatever. So I don't know. Um, it, it It's a learning process. I think it's not been nearly as bad as people would like it to be. And I talked about this a little on the Jerry Callahan show this morning where I was with Montante and Craig and um, talking about Twitter and how there's really no substitute because Olbermann has finally let us right. know that he has, is quitting X forever. So I know you'll miss him, but he is available on other social media platforms. So you'll be able to still find him somewhere, honey. He's not gone completely. Um, but there really is no substitute for Twitter, for X, whatever we're calling it. I can't get used to calling it X. I just can't. I'm sorry, I Elon. I, I want to like you, but it I can't call best, it X. It is by far the best aggregator to use. And it, it is. It if you're is. a news person, there's really nowhere better to go. No. And I mean, oh, but I'll I gotta tell you, Jonah Gold, saying, Goldberg has said he's increasingly just doing all his stuff on Stitch or whatever it is. Uh, on what? Threads. There's no one on Threads. Isn't that disappointing? <laughs> <sighs> what are you doing? Losing another one. It's yeah. not. Threads isn't. Okay. Well, that's fine. Good for Jonah Goldberg. It sucks. I like Jonah. I'm sorry. Wow. I like Jonah Goldberg too, but I mean, like, I can't stop him from going to threads, and I'm not going to follow him there. So, Jimmy Fallon canceled Allison. Yeah, I saw this. This is actually oh, this well, is uh, I mean, this. For Halloween, do you know? I, um, do you know who this is? This person? No. So this new Hunger Games movie that's out. Okay. The Ballad of Songs and Snakes, or mm -hmm. whatever it's called. This uh, trans actress is in it. I guess. So is this a this guy? This is a guy who is now to be a girl. yeah. Okay, kid. Oh uh, well, I mean, for Halloween, I, I was obsessed with how the Capitol people were in costumes, and I made my own costume one. Yeah. Oh, bud. I know. This is unbelievable. This is really cool. Yeah. She I called him were... bud, right there. Yeah. That was the thing right there that we hear, heard because it goes on for a long time. We're in Hunger Games. I know, as a Capitol. As a Capitol person. It's crazy. It's really. It's it, yeah. Crazy. Look at you. Yeah. Congratulations, bud. Come on. Is that... Yep, there we go. Not too far off from me. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, That's it. Tell me who you That's play. Why he's... Tell me... That's why he's in trouble. And, and that person's pronouns aren't bud? I mean, I that, that he... person didn't complain, but a whole bunch of the trans right. community said But I think he that. called uh, Libby Edmonds... Ed... Because Ed... they're they're saying that that shows that he doesn't see her as a beautiful, attractive woman, as he should. Right. Right, right, and he doesn't see her as right, a woman she, because she's not right. Yeah, yeah, because none of us do, and that's a, you know, that that's the whole issue with the trans thing is you're asking everybody around you to pretend something that they don't believe. 
Uh, and you correct. can get people to pretend because they want to be nice to you, but they don't actually see you that way. And that's like the high level of sensitivity. I'm telling you, I could be on Jimmy Fallon and he could call me Bud and I would not be upset in the slightest. Would you? I mean, like. No. I mean, would you be offended on my behalf if he called me Bud? Uh, I think no. you've called me Buddy before, actually. Of course I, I, yeah. I mean, like, I don't. There's no sensitivity there. But trans people are hyper hyper sensitive to the idea that maybe people don't see them as they see themselves which of course people don't see them as they see themselves so which is a hard reality to face that's where all this conflict and like of being offended by stuff comes from right it's the knowledge deep down that people don't actually see you as a woman Speaking of that, this is our friend Dylan Mulvaney. Day one of being a girl, and I have already cried three times. I wrote a scathing email that I did not send. I ordered dresses online that I couldn't afford. And then uh, when how someone girly. asked me how I was, I said, I'm fine. So when now there's a problem now because in the new Daily Caller, uh, Daily Wire a movie, Lady Ballers, mm -hmm. there is somebody who is daring, daring to mock. Day one of being a girl athlete, I've already eaten a whole pint of pistachio ice cream, given up on parallel parking twice, reread Sense and Sensibility, and started washing down benzodiazepines with rose. <laughs> I love being a girl. How'd I do, ladies? Lady Ballers, streaming exclusively on Daily Wire Plus, December 1st. That's, by the way, um, and so of course now they're all upset because. That's Tyler Fisher, that comedian who just did that, who you yeah. know as doing the great Fauci. And the he does a Trump too, doesn't he? Uh, I don't know. I, I remember his Fauci for sure. But but uh, because he's making a mockery of Dylan Mulvaney. Dylan Mulvaney, who's making a mockery of women, by the way. Right, but you're not allowed to. It has to stop there. There's not. There's nothing to be joked about. About okay. So that's where we are. I think it's freaking fantastic, fantastic. I want to see the movie. I have reached out, Alice, to the powers. At Daily Wire. Oh, yeah? Uh, to my moles. At the Daily Wire. Correct. And we will see. We will see. I've reached out to them literally for anybody they have available. I don't. I dare not ask for Jeremy Boring because I don't think... I think they filter those out. He's in Europe working on the Pendragon Chronicles or whatever it's called. Too. Oh, really? Pendragon okay, Pendragon yeah. Cycle, I think, actually. Yeah. Mom? Yes. It's a, it's just a, uh, I want to blow its cut. Cars where one person has one with the controller and one has one with hand control. And let me guess, you want to be the one with the controller? Yeah. Because mm. that's my <laughs> car. Yeah. My yes. birthday. But he wants to race with somebody, if people couldn't hear that or not. He wants to race with his remote control car, somebody who's pushing their car with their hand. Why don't you use the car to chase Anson around with it? He's not answering. Go downstairs and play with your brother. Here we go. Operation Hide. It's on. Wait, Anson, what are you going to do? He's hiding. What? He's hiding. You have to find him. So I'm going to see this Lady Ballers thing, Alice. Let me check. Should I check my email? See if I've got a, uh, a sure. response. Let me see how I'm doing. Oh, Tommy New Hampshire says that Jeremy Boring is was on Tim Pool and is back from Europe. So. Really? Think we got the poll that TP has? I'm not sure. Actually, Tommy, I was going to ask you something about... 
What were you going to ask you? I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you something. Okay, guys. Sorry. Um, I'll think of it anyway. But but there's a. I have a uh, Audible Alice. Mm hmm. This is from the Daily Mail. Debunking the myth of the male hunter. Prehistoric, prehistoric women were better at hunting than men, study claims. Really? I have a question for you, Alice. Were prehistoric women better at hunting than men? No. Correct. <laughs> women have long been seen. Poor things. I was just talking to Sally, our daughter, about this today. About like how how oh yeah, Rachel Ziegler is such a little pain in the ass, mm -hmm. and, and because she's mad because Snow White, you know, has to needs to be a boss babe. Instead I don't know. Of just I, being I don't need Snow man, White. man to help me out, whatever. And I started telling Sally, this is like some kind of feminist. Uh, um, insecurity. That's all it is. Like feelings of inadequacy. You know, I get. I, how come I can't be all the guy? Thing. It's, it's totally. They act as if it's like strength. It's not. It's bitching and moaning. There's one thing. Like guys generally have a code. They used to anyway before all guys were trans. Mm -hmm. We used to have this code where if you're a poor sport, that makes you kind of a, a weak bitch. And so right. you don't. You don't like no. I want to. It's not right. But I think women are sensitive to it, and I think culture has told women that they like need to be one of the guys or better than the guys. Like this whole like, girls rule, boys drool, and like the future is female, and like so. I think women feel inadequate, which is so unfair to women, honestly, that they get set up for this because they're being told they're better than boys at things or ought to be better at boys than things that they aren't able to be better at well right but there so, are a whole bunch of things that they are able to be better at there's a reason oh, yeah. why men haven't eradicated them <laughs> there's a reason why they managed to start wars and then step back and let the men to lead each other you know like, helen of troy yeah a, a new study claims these cavemen paled in comparison to their female counterparts uh -huh. <laughs> while women have long been seen as child rearers and gatherers and men as hunters. Why would people see women as child rearers? It's so weird. No. Said the anybody woman who was breastfeeding a, during the podcast. Mm -hmm. Their study found that not only did hey, if you pump men women... with enough hormones, you can let them pretend to breastfeed too. But I think we can agree that that's something women are better not at. Not only did uh, a study found that not only did prehistoric women engage in the practice of hunting, but their female anatomy and biology would have made them intrinsically better suited for it. Oh, this is going a long way. Oh, man. Just think, if you're a woman in a room and there's any man in this room and he's nodding along with this, he absolutely is so secure in the fact that it's not true. <laughs> well, that's why there's an article written about it, right? Yes. There's never... Nobody ever writes an article that's like, men are intrinsically better at running because everybody knows that it's true. Right. It's actually just accurate that men are better at running. It's only because this is like counterintuitive that this even got right. anywhere academically. Well, but uh, well, of course, it's it's um, it's a kicker story. It's just it's BS. it's clickbait. Right. Exactly. Well, it's see, to make people like us click it so we can read it on so the podcast and make if, fun if of women, it. And for if women other were people, we're so dynamic uh, mm -hmm. physically and uh, intuitively or whatever. Um, in caveman days then what happened when did they lose it uh all or the men just... all the men got together oh and suppressed them yes oh and that's why we don't want them playing mm -hmm. sports because as we've let read yes because they'll dominate yes 
Oh, so they are keep, you <laughs> ladies are keeping this one in your back pocket. Yeah. When do we let them know? When do we all come out like um, like War of the World Worlds from underground and suddenly show that we are these? Uh, it's so it's so like it's 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 pathetic. We could all be the generals if we wanted to. You just oppressed us. It's and also like this. It's happening for the last twenty years, maybe even more, but twenty years certainly. This like women in action movies beating the crap out of guys like really when you can, you know you hear the sound mm-hmm. effects of the kicks and punches that they're really oh yeah wailing on the guys that's not a, women you can't don't really have to beat up have that. women du- duplicate the guy stuff that everybody knows right. women are very capable of killing men they just do it in a different way <laughs> you know they're very capable of being evil mfs doesn't have to be in the boy way though. Right, and obviously this is a game of averages. There are probably women that could kill you with their bare hands, I'm thinking. Yeah, I had some psychotic throw a phone at my head last year. <laughs> Drew blood! <laughs> so And liked it. <laughs> it's not true, I did not blood. like it. Yes, did, not you, like did, it. did you or did you not? You were psychologically torturing me. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> we just have a <clears throat> sexual role reversal in our household. Did you or did you not? Dab the blood from my forehead and lick it. No, I did yes, not. Yes, you did. No, I did yes, not. Did. That's not Sick true. Sick bastard. Um, all right. Uh, what's next, Elby? Um, so I want to talk about this. You don't find this as entertaining as I do. I'm not sure why. But the latest thing that's on TikTok that... I mean, I almost want to get TikTok to see this content that's out there because it's so incredible. And, you know, you're just not finding this stuff on other platforms. Uh all the insane people have now congregated on TikTok, it seems. But anyway, they have a new environmental cause that they're excited about. Um, a new way that you can help save the planet. And it's a little hard to describe, so I'll just let you play the lady and um, have her okay, explain on. it. Hold on. You go by Albie Shattuck? I am. That's me. Um, there we go. Hey, I just picked this up. It's a full bottle of water. And I'm on this quest to dump out any water that gets trapped in the plastic because once it's trapped in these plastic bottles, we now have lost it basically forever. So it's really important when you see, hi doggo, when you see water that's discarded Mm -hmm. to open it up. Of course it's doggo. <laughs> freaking of course it's doggo, says the lady on the quest. <laughs> She's on a quest to free and the trapped water. Um, alternately, to make sure that when you're done with water, and that goes for like, you know, juices or sports drinks or whatever, dump that out if you're not going to use it. Because if you don't, it's, it's trapped forever. And we've lost that water. Um, our ecosystem so thanks yeah. <laughs> if you dump it out you've lost that water to your ecosystem. no now it's back in the water cycle it goes back oh. in the groundwater to the ocean oh. and it'll evaporate in the water cycle but she believes if it's in the plastic bottle if i throw out my water bottle like this with the cap on hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yes. And I just throw it on the ground or in the woods somewhere that that water will stay in the plastic bottle forever and never like evaporate or become part of nature again. Well, you know what? I will say I am a believer in dumping out waters. I also want to rail against something <laughs> that I don't think. But ever... do you think it's going to be in there forever? Like if you come back a hundred <clears throat> years later, that that water is still going to be in that bottle? I don't know. <laughs> it's I hate not I to, going to be. I need to, to go on a quest. No, it's not going to be. I promise. I'm with her. So, yeah, this is her new thing. And, you know, cans of soup. Ooh. Don't throw out cans of soup. I, we know I do not do that, by the way. Um, <laughs> That's w- what you were doing when you freed that can of soup that was trapped that was in there. Quest. <laughs> Did we talk about the the football game? I know everybody else has talked about it by now. We have not talked about, about the Indian football, football game. game thing. So the kids got uh, face paint on. One yeah, so they, they Deadspin posted a picture of this kid from the side. Um, his face was painted half black and half red. They posted a picture of him from the side and said he was in blackface at the game and that something had to be done about this kid who was in blackface at a Kansas City Chiefs game. Of course, it turned out then that there were uh, plenty of other pictures of this kid head on and his face was painted half red, half black. And um, he was not in blackface. He was had two of the team colors on his face half and half as people sometimes do at football games. And um, so they pivoted to saying that he was actually not just in blackface, but in blackface and Indian face. Right. That he was being offensive to both black people and native Americans. Of course there were plenty of black people on the field and watching the game who like did the tomahawk chop with the kid and waved to the kid. Cause he was in a pretty, uh, extensive costume and face paint kind of get up. So, you know, people were waving it. Nobody was offended. No, of course not. Of course they weren't. Deadspin made up the whole thing. They Nobody was offended by his face paint or his costume or whatever, but they doubled down and tried to say that, yes, of course this was offensive, not just to black people, to Native Americans. He was also in a Native American headdress, etc., etc. It turns out he's actually Native American, and not like in the way that Liz Warren is Native American, where it's like, oh, She's in not, my family right. history, you know, somebody said we have a Native American ancestor or something. He's not Native American like that. Like his grandfather is has been on the tribal council for decades of a legitimate Native American tribe that's involved in like the gambling industry <laughs> in California and, and all that's, this that's stuff. That's a nice and, like, cherry on the top of this whole thing to say F you to the Media Matters guy. No, to the whatever Deadspin. BuzzFeed yeah, big guy. The, the, but also we shouldn't even have to like retrench yeah, it doesn't that matter. far. The kid's wearing face paint at a game. F off. Go F yourself. That's it. I say GFY. I just uh, coin that as a matter of fact. I mean, yeah, and even if his face was painted all black, it's not 
painted black to make fun of black people. He's not doing a minstrel show. Correct? Well, right. He's painted in the team color. Like, the whole thing just gets worse and worse. I mean, the initial article, even if his face was completely black and he was, you know, in the Native American headdress, he's still a kid and they're like posting his face and wanting people to go after him. It's crazy. It, yeah, it is. These people I'm are. I'm just somebody looking, waiting for somebody to look for the angle where they can tie in Taylor Swift because you know that's going to happen next. Alice, we have a. You and I actually we got in a fight right outside of here. We did. This is a bad news. What's wrong? They have closed the Wegmans in Natick. Oh, we did get in a fight. We there. did get in a fight there. What was your problem? Um, you were yelling at me because you wanted me to like navigate, and it wasn't yelling. working. In- no, but it was a it was, it was definitely yelled at in there. Uh, maybe there's no food yet. That was the problem. Maybe that was no. It. I. This is not going to be an accurate. I don't remember what exactly what happened, but I started crying when we were walking in. I remember that. Yeah, why? I didn't do anything bad. Why? Well, obviously, if I was crying, something no, happened. You were moody because of your ovaries or whatever they call it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. The Wegmans will close this summer. It says this. That's this is big. Else. How could that area not support a Wegmans? Is what I don't understand. Although it is kind of hard to get to stuff there. I don't know. <laughs> Wow, that was tough. It's, it was the first multi-level Wegmans. Center Press That's not store. true. The Burlington Mall has multiple levels. It was an experimental store for the chain, becoming the first multi-level Wegmans to put inside a shopping mall. So 140000 Well, they put it in a shopping mall. Maybe that was a problem. But then again, Wegmans is its own de- destination. Yeah, and it had its own parking and everything. It wasn't hard to park there or anything else, which to me, that's like one of the primary concerns about going grocery shopping is I have to be able to park easily. I'm worried. Oh, by the way, there's a, um, where was I today? Where did you put us today? With. Where did I put you today? With Cyril. Um, the eye doctor? The eye doctor. Um, but the eye doctor was near, uh, is that Danvers or Peabody? It was in Beverly. Yeah, in Beverly, but we had to get back here. Um, anyway, what I, what I just want to tell you, because I can't remember where it is, because my mind is shot now, mm-hmm. is there's a Whole Foods there. We were trying to t- track Whole Foods getting closer. There's a Whole Foods where there didn't used to be one. Yeah, I think I knew about the Beverly one or wherever that is, because I know someone whose oh, kids right. go to it school near there. Yeah, near that uh, yeah. Pimgreed drop circle thing. Yeah. Yeah, near the um, the music. Yeah, so we've talked about this. There's no Whole Foods or Trader Joe's near us up here. We yeah. have a plethora of market baskets. We and can take is... our pick of market baskets, which I would rather have at the end of the day. But I do wish sometimes there was a Whole Foods or a Trader Joe's to go to around here. <coughs> yeah, and there's some, and why there's some are beautiful there people towns up here. This is really kind of a topic for the other show. But... It is. But still, I mean, come on. But I do think about it. Where are they? Oh, why should we play this? Oh, we, we can't. That, that would be for the other show, too. This lady with right, the big skillet. With the, yes, with the, her big skillet. That's more another show topic. Um, there definitely were other things here that I wanted to Hang on. get to. Yeah. Um, well, we already did the Connecticut stuff in Connecticut. Oh, the Chicago mayor. This is beautiful. This guy's just a, yeah, another total him. lefty. He's lost his mind. And his city is failing, obviously. Chicago was the greatest city in the country. It's just now another hellhole. And we're about to find out why. Well, it has to be better coordination. 
you know, what we've seen is a very raggedy form um, instituted by right-wing extremism. Um, everyone knows that the right-wing extremism in this country has targeted democratically ran cities. And quite frankly, uh, they've been very intentional about going after democratically ran cities that are led by people of color. It's not he's an incompetent moron at all. Right. No, it's just that the right wing has somehow penetrated Illinois and Chicago itself. And their whole motivation is to create disruption and chaos mm-hmm. because that's what this... That, that, was that the summer of 2020 on Michigan Avenue I was seeing right wing yep. disruption and chaos? Yeah. particular party has been about. Right? This is the same political party that did not want to accept that President Obama was actually an American. It's the same Republican. I don't think that was the party's position. Also, did that, how did that impact Chicago? Well, also, uh, like, it wasn't the Republican Party doing that. It was, at that time, registered Democrat, I think, uh, Donald Trump may have done it. And right-wing extremism that stormed the Capitol. It's the same right-wing extremism that refuses to accept the results of the Civil War. It's. Do you accept the results of the Civil War, honey? Well, that the South won. (laughs) Braggity. It's disrespectful. It's mean-spirited. It's an Congratulations, Chicago. Was once a great city. But people in Chicago, in Boston, uh, in Hartford, you you put these people, uh, these identity politics losers in Mm -hmm. there, these psychotics in there, they have no clue what to do. They're activists. That's it. It's easy to be an agitator. It's tough to manage people. Lori Lightfoot. Holy hell, you actually did that to yourselves, Lori Lightfoot? Yep, they did. Oh, my goodness. They did. Um, Meanwhile, um, England has many of the same problems with the right wing ruining things. I don't know if you've noticed this about Yes, in Ireland, yes. Uh, BBC radio star uh, Nahal Arthanayaki, I guess. I don't know how to say his last name. I'm sorry, Nahal. Uh, BBC radio star struggles with too many white colleagues. He tells a diversity conference that no Muslims are involved in the senior editorial processes at Radio 5 Live. Um, and oh he said goodness. the overwhelmingly white the so overwhelmingly white working environment is affecting his mental health. The presenter told a journalism diversity conference on Wednesday, it's really affecting me that I walk in and all I see is white people. His colleague's response when he told them this was to reply defensively that they were not being racist, he claimed, as he added that this was missing the point. Speaking at the Journalism Diversity Fund conference at BBC Media City in Salford, he said, I've seen a lot of people leave this building because they couldn't deal with the culture. Do we think, by the way, that BBC is a bastion of white supremacy? I would say not. I don't think so. Uh... He said others found they had to try and be a certain type of person to progress with the broadcaster, adding, if you want journalists to progress, they have to be who they are. I don't think there's a single Muslim involved in the senior editorial processes at BBC Radio 5 Live, he added. He went on, the hardest thing is to walk into a room, look around, and nobody looks like you. What a bitch. Oh, so sick of it. So inglorious. These people, shut up. God. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said since uh, moving north after living in London for 20 years, he's been called the P word. What does that mean in England? Does that mean, is that the first part of the uh, Paki, country probably. named Pakistan? Yes. Yeah. Um, that didn't happen in London. You'd get a slap for that in London, not even from me. Following the interview, Cheryl Varley, a BBC Radio 5 Live producer, said the organization is committing to 
committed to tackling the lack of diversity in its newsrooms. After inviting the JDF bursary recipients for a tour of the newsroom at the end of the conference, she told them, the BBC needs you a lot more than you need them because if we do not represent our audience, the future for the BBC is grim. The BBC has been contacted for comment. Can you imagine? What an a-hole. I'm so sick of these bitchy crybabies. I'm so sick I of I like that. And <clears throat> I mean, talk about if it bleeds, you can kill it. The BBC going to the, uh, sorry, the Journalism Diversity Fund and saying, we really need you guys. Tell us what we can do. We're committed to fixing our lack of diversity. We need more Muslims in the senior editorial process. Tell us how to be better. We want to do the work. You're just asking to be put out of business. They're just going to call you white supremacists more. That's what happened to the New York Times. The New York Times is run by a bunch of loony bins who will not publish editorials from sitting members of the Senate and because they're like violence to them or something. And there's still a bunch of lefties online calling the New York Times a white supremacist newspaper. So you can't... There's no like end to the stuff that you have to do to make them happy. Guys, it's it's so never t- over. So t- God, it's... The, aren't you just... Aren't you just bored of being just so freaking unoriginal? Isn't that boring? Doesn't that bo- wouldn't you before you said that so please so white that I feel stressed? <laughs> Do you want to be like every other complaining ri- bigot bitch that's out there? God, it's so boring. Well, apparently it's a good way to move ahead in certain industries. I guess so. I <laughs> so, guess so. Some people, I, I guess, want to get ahead that way. Yeah, I don't know the guy. Whatever. What an a-hole. Well, yeah, we hadn't heard of him until he did this. Now right. he's now we're going to hear all about him all the time. Now he's an important voice. Of course. The BBC is going to put him in charge of the whole company, from what I can tell. GFY is what I say. My friend uh, Musk says that. I am all for that. GFY. Albie, um, where are we on um, going to the, the uh, chat chat? I think we should jump to the chat chat. We have a few. Uh, okay, let's do the shot chat. And we're going to get to, we're going to do a food podcast. We're going to get to. Are we going to do it tonight? I don't think so. We've got to do a thing, don't we? So true. Okay, let's do the shot chat, Alice. This is brought to us, of course, by Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce on the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline. No, not a lot of Tim and Canton. What's going on here? I don't know. I'm missing him. Did we lose him? There's he... an anonymous and a setting the record straight on here. Has he been... Has he been silenced? Ha- yes. Have forces silenced Tim and Canton? I, I don't think so. I'm worried about this. I think Tim and Canton does what he wants. Worried. What a cold man. I don't want to know where you're coming Gotta go with them, and I don't know where them things are flowing, but I gotta go with them, and I don't want to know what you're talking about. I don't know that. I don't know anything. Uh, excuse me. Oh, hey. So, uh, I, uh, heard about Steve Merrimack, uh, saying he likes the Arctic monkeys and stuff, you know. Yeah. I'm oh. a big fan of music myself, and, uh, I was wondering if he possibly have heard of this has heard of this band called um future islands they're out of um baltimore maryland hmm. and uh their lead singer has a wonderful voice 
Um, oh, and then also uh, the 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 voice he was doing for Tom uh, and the fruity drinks reminded me of um, the skit in um, the show called Little Britain, where uh, one of the characters is um, a, a oh what's it called um, where they it's a man and he dresses up as a woman whoa in the skit but he really wants to pass himself off as a woman right even though it's clearly a man and, it's, and that's what the voice reminded I can't you do of? that skit anymore but the guy goes but i'm a lady i like lady things and stuff and it's, just, it's just funny <laughs> all right <laughs> I love it, Justin. Send the uh, link. I would like to watch it. I would like to watch it. Alice is a Dylan Mulvaney guy, so she is over that. BB. Burn barrel. Paul in the car. Paul in the car. I shouldn't be surprised. Okay. Hey, guys. Paul in the car. Hey, Hi, Paul. Paul. Uh, quickly, I don't think you guys covered this. Uh, last weekend, there was a um, it was a Kansas City Chiefs Las Vegas Raiders football game. Yeah, we hadn't covered it until tonight. There's a photo. I think there's some fan video but there's definitely a photo of a little five-year-old boy he was all decked out in chief's gear um and probably because he's a raiders fan too i'm not sure i didn't bother to read the garbage article but um he had his face painted red and black right down the middle very normal behavior at a football sure. game um winchester's hates from his colors alice mm-hmm. red and black. so i looked this up because it black is not like the f- first color that would come to my mind for the kansas city chiefs technically speaking and no, it's red and white isn't it and yellow, it's like maybe? red and gold is technically yeah. they're like two big colors but they do like have some black and white in their uniforms but also. still also so if you look at the official the colors listed it does say like red gold white black technically so i mean but anyway yeah. you're allowed to paint your face any colors you yes. want because we live in america yes so, especially children fun leave them alone but Deadspin chose to go the other route. Yeah. And, of course, their article and their tweet showed the photo from a profile standpoint, so only showing the black side of his face that was painted. And the article goes on to say, I think the subtitle was something to the effect, they're doubling down. This is a picture yes. of a five-year-old. Yes. They are doubling down on racism. Yep. Are you going to say anything, Roger Goodell? And he's the NFL commissioner, if you didn't know. I'm sure oh, we know. Did. But, mm-hmm. I mean, they're attack, basically attacking this five-year-old for showing team spirit, harmless, innocent. And it's just, it's ludicrous. It blew my mind that, right. I mean, really, we're going after five-year-olds? I mean, crazy. I'm just curious if you guys saw it. Yeah, we I saw it. Hear you comment we, on we it. I know for sure what mm-hmm. you would say. That's exactly what I just said. But crazy stuff. And you know, between the make pretend stuff and this, I'm just not even sure the hell's going on anymore. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah. Like Paul- I say, they are gonna. I guarantee you that within a week, there's going to be a Taylor Swift angle to this. They're going to like ask her to weigh in on it or something. Oh yeah, well that would be the smart thing to do. And and a lot of her fans are psychos. So like, remember when she was dating that guy Maddie Healy, and he like said had said something in the past that was problematic about Ice Spice on a podcast. Yes. Um, he called her an Eskimo, which, by the way, our children don't know what an Eskimo is. Which is amazing. amazing. <laughs> they don't have that word anymore. Apparently. Crazy. I can't believe this. So that's a bad word. That's a slur. 
Yes. Great. That's why F-U they got people. rid of that's why one of the Dr. Seuss books is GFY. All of you people Eskimo suck. In it. Anyway. Here's another thing also because just like like whether or not we're allowed to just like it's obvious that a guy in a dress playing soccer on a girl's team is not a girl and never will be because it's all crazy make pretend land. I also think that most racists um are not going to watch a game where there's going to be probably a lot of black guys on the field. If you can't, you found a, there are like, yeah, I think, I think a lot probably, of NFL fans probably, like a lot of black people. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think they do. Absolutely. And, and uh, contribute to their financial well-being overall. Yes. Yeah. That's not the place to go if you're trying to avoid um, black people. And if you're, if you're somebody who's, uh, who's uh, angry that uh, they might be garnering a piece of uh, the American dream. Uh Okay, out there, raise your hand if you're 18 minutes and 45 seconds into yesterday's podcast and you still don't know what the heck Tom was talking about when it came to the radio and cost for kids. Land the plane, Thomas. I have no idea what the heck you were talking about for 19 minutes. I thought it was very clear. Well, Trish said she liked inside baseball stuff. Yeah, so... So, um... Oh, okay, that's because it was about somebody, yeah, who wanted me to tell the news staff what to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And Cars for Kids is, that's right, Cars a for very Kids annoying... spots are national spots, or as we call them, nat spots, um, that we were required to run as part of our deal with ABC. That's right. And mm-hmm. so that's how that goes. And I thought it was interesting stuff. I was certainly interested to learn it. I learned it the hard way, you know, but... Uh, I think it, that's uh, interesting stuff. It's kind of like the same way, the same way the ads we have here. You might be getting like Spanish language ads or like ads for uh, like ISIS. Yeah, didn't I somebody no tell us there was like at one yeah. point an ad for a podcast that was by a trans person or something? Right on our show. Those are avails. We've got an avail at the beginning, an avail <laughs> in the middle, and an avail at the end. That's what you call a space where a spot can live in an avail, mm-hmm. an availability. Right. And by the way, it's. Pot me up, not pod me up. Not like my, what's podding? My former, uh, no, what's podding is podcast. You're allowed to say what's podding. Okay. But my former classmate from Winchester High um, uh, on Barstool keeps saying, uh, Coleman, pod me down or pod me up. Nobody's podding anybody up. Okay. It's pot me up. The fader. What is it from? Pot. Potentiometer. Oh. It is this thing, like, right here. I am potting me down. Potentiometer is such a, like, word. Okay. Potentiometer is such a, like, word Oh, the future. It right. sounds like something somebody would make up in the 50s. It was, oh, that's in the exactly future, what it they'll was. call this a potentiometer. That's exactly what was. That's, <laughs> that's what it was. And that's why you tell somebody to pot me up. Pot me down. Pot me up. Pot me down. Pot me up. Wow. Stop pod me anything. We all learned something oh, today. That's right. Setting the record state straight. Okay, let's set the record straight. Oh. When it comes to podcasts, Kirk and KMS are always going to be my number one. And I'm not just okay. saying that because I am going to be on the show again tomorrow. Though it helps to say. Well, yeah, it would not be a good idea if you're going on KMS uh, that same week to go on other podcasts and announce that that's not your number one podcast. Well, yes, and it's also just a good you know, it's a good, you know, planting a seed just in case you get audited. <laughs> <laughs> I know this. Well, because it, it there have been rumors out there that Steve from Gloucester calls into the Burn Barrel podcast 
people people in the miniverse have mentioned this. Yes, that they. I don't know if that has reached Kirk exactly yet. No. More spying, who little eyes will see you where you go. I've been listening to Kirk for over five years, yes. and there is just great enjoyment and laughter every time I I listen to one of his pods. I agree. When it comes to the burn barrel, you guys are like my podcast, Gumar. You know, I like delving into the world. I don't I know what that means. Gumar, isn't that like somebody's side piece? I don't know what that means. Like a mistress? Is that what that is? Or is that Gumbat? I don't know. Love hearing the topics. Thank you. It is sometimes a breath of fresh air from what, you know, KMS has going on. Thank you. Love leaving messages on the chat chat. That's but I, right. There's almost no chance Rico Bosco will call multiple times or any time. During the show. Yeah, but Steve's the... a writer. Is he? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh-oh. I retract that then. Day, <laughs> there has to be a loyalty to the skip, and Kirk yep. will always be my number one. And also because when he gives you an invitation, he actually means it. Tom, you've invited me onto the burn barrel. You've said you wanted to do something with me and tripe and all I this do. stuff. Yeah. And then my phone doesn't ring and you ghost me so ghost i don't know <laughs> might be time to start looking for another gumar podcast <laughs> unless you're a man true to your word tom what are we doing here what were we talking about when when, when you were going to be on steve what were we going to talk about you said that you were going to do a tripe tour with him no i get that no but he, but talking about the burn barrel what were we going to talk about i'll have to look through those messages to see because i, I it, believe me i am not ghosting anybody my bleep is not together So, mark enough. in the chat who I believe is also of Italian ancestry, yes. says that that does mean side piece. Oh, there you go. Talk. Our side piece status is at risk. Yes. <laughs> I'm happy to be his number two. I'm happy to be his number two. That's fine. I can't. Steve's going to be on the show, not our show. Well, I, I don't know. Uh, Kirk's show on uh, Friday, I think. That's right, right? I think that's right. Um, yeah. No, no, no. I'll look try to see what that is. Because if you've got an invitation from me to be on the show, anybody listening right now, please let me know. Because I do want to follow up and be thorough. I know I invited a, key, a couple of people from Connecticut, and just it, I just never got to it. So ghosting is different than me not having my bleep together. But I endeavor to we do, do better. We don't have our bleep together. Correct. Ever. Ask anyone who tries to get together with us. It's always like this. Yes. Um. So... Yes, you can, though, always leave messages on the chat chat. That's why we have it set up like that, because we don't have our belief together. Um, and then, um, what was I going to say? So that's at burnbarrelpodcast.com, along with links to different places to listen to the podcast. You can also watch it on YouTube, on Rumble. If you want to watch live and talk in the chat, that's patreon.com slash burnbarrel. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.